0: Hi, it's Stephen DiPietro from the Stoic Leadership Podcast. Which of my pleasures are really punishments? Which of my pleasures are really punishments? The pleasures we have in life take us away from tranquility. They're like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, is tranquility better than fun? Drinking has countless costs and punishes us with hangovers and bad decisions, but it's fun. And for a short term, it releases stress, it helps us unwind. But we know the toll on our bodies and our emotional well-being. It can be enormous. I like nice things and I want my kids to have nice things. I have a nice house with a pool. My friends have got things like boats and water skis. But we know that the more stuff we have to give us pleasure, the greater the cost. Well, we don't always know that. We're not always aware. The costs are not just financial, but they are costs in terms of maintenance and headaches. Where will I store the jet ski? I have to get the car fixed, I have to renew the insurance on my on my motorbike, whatever the possession is. It, it's going to have a cost. And most of those possessions are there for pleasure. The problem's not that we're attached to our possessions, rather that our possessions have so many attachments. Let me say that one again. The problem is not that we're attached to our possessions rather that our than our possessions have so many attachments. Our possessions have so many attachments to us. We constantly have to deal with these possessions in actions or in thoughts. Each possession has numerous tentacles in our lives. It's in my power whether or not I get attached to a possession. However, it's not in my power to detach myself. So what am I talking about here? Let me explain with an example. Many years ago, we got a pool when the kids were younger. There was a whole lot of excitement and the pool was a great, great fun, especially in the first years when the kids were younger. But for the most part of the year, the pool remains unused. It's cold, it might be covered, but it does chew up a lot of electricity for pumps maintenance time and concerns when it rains heavily. I don't want it to flood and do all the things that go bad or have dirty water running into it from the garden. So even though I'm not using it, there is still a lot of work involved and I've got to think about it. It it occupies space in my head. Now, I've become quite detached from the pool, but the pool still is attached to me. It's still attached itself. I've got a friend who owns a jet ski. He remarked to me the other day that he still has to deal with the jet ski even if it's been sitting unused in the corner of the garage. He said to me, I have to look at it. I have to maneuver the lawnmower around it. I have to have arguments with with my wife about it. I have to listen to my kids badgering me about taking it out. Although he's disconnected from it, it continues to attach itself to him like a virus. All pleasures have a cost, even love. And the cost of love is freedom. Well, that's one of the costs of love. Let's look at at the ultimate love. The ultimate love is the love of a child. Before my kids were born, I could decide to do something at 1pm and it was pretty much within my power whether or not I did it. But once a child is born, if they fall asleep at 1245, just before I have to go out, I'm not going out. My, My freedom has been compromised. I'm not going to wake that child up, especially if they had a bad night the night before. My freedom is definitely compromised. I can't go out partying with my friends three nights a week anymore. My wife would understandably be upset. I can't have my cake and eat it too. Love has a cost. Now, even if I decide I can still do whatever I want, love still has a cost. Even if I selfishly think to myself, no, I'm going to do whatever I want. If my wife or child is driving home on a dark rainy night, it's difficult for me not to think and worry about them. And that disrupts my current state. It's still got a cost to me. Now, I know that I shouldn't worry because I can't do anything about it because it's an external event. But that initial impulse, it still enters my mind and then I have to get it under control with logic. This process is still a cost. It occupies my my mind. So yes, it's a it's not a worry is not a stoic principle, but it's very difficult not to let that initial impulse enter your head or my head, and then for me to have to get that under control and think, well, there's nothing I can do about it, that I've taught my kids well how to drive. Um, I know my wife's in a safe car, she's a safe driver, and I know they're on a safe road, and even if they weren't, there's nothing I can do, I have to just let things be. That whole thought process, yes, it's a stoic thought process, but it takes energy. It has a cost. The love, even if I am selfish, and do whatever I want, has a cost. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like to love. And I'm not saying that I don't like the nice things like the pool. It's just that we've got to be aware of and acknowledge the cost. All pleasures have a cost. Account for it. Now, when the cost exceeds the pleasure, it becomes a punishment over time. Now, my kids are not even close to being a punishment, nor my wife. The pleasure far outstrips the cost. But there is a cost. The pool? No, I'm not so sure. So just to loop back, which of my pleasures are really punishments? This opens the bigger, deci- the bigger discussion about the fact that all pleasures have a cost. And when the cost exceeds the pleasure, it becomes a punishment. I'm going for a swim. I'm Stephen DiPietro. Thanks for tuning in.